Hello, content warnings for this episode are um, murder, death, violence, brainwashing, a little bit of body horror as discussed, um, treachery, attempted patr- not patricide, uh, a character tries to kill their sibling, and existential questions about the meaning of being human. Good morning, everybody. It's Elise. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. And it's me, Ray. Uh, Autumn and I have decided to give you a week off from Gundam Wing for We Are Metanagamous, by which I mean Autumn has a life. Um, so instead, Ray and I are going to talk about a game uh, I recently just beat and that Ray has been telling me to play for a long time. And then I finally actually played it. And I'm sorry, Ray, that I took so long to play this. <laughs> uh we're going to talk about Lies of P, because Lies of P is a really good game. Just, gonna, just to get it out of the way, Lies of P is the best Soulsy game that's ever been made. Yep. Like, I, I quite liked Bloodborne. I quite liked Quote Vein. Um, Elden Ring was pretty decent from the bits I played before uh, it. the level scaling gets out of control, by which I mean, like... Before the first boss, and you have to grind so fucking much to level up once. And then I cheated a bunch to get a bunch of levels, and I still... Everything was still too much of a fucking, uh, b- sponge. Yeah. No, I have played a lot of Souls games. I have not beaten Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. I have not beaten Bloodborne. I have <laughs> beaten every other, um, well, because I don't have a PS4. Ah, fair. I played it at a French place, but I've seen the entire game. Okay. Um, but I've beaten all the other games, usually multiple times. But I can, and I will say with, and we're talking. I have a collective like two thousand hours in these games. Uh-huh. Lies of P is far and away the best one. Yeah. Uh, so just off right off the bat, if you like Souls games, give Lies of P a shot. Uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass, so and you can usually get a trial for like fourteen days for like two or three bucks, and it's not terribly long. Okay, well, it, it does not. Me, it does it, not overstay its welcome. Okay, yeah, it it took me twenty eight hours. Um, but I mean, for a Souls game, that's not terribly long. Uh. Um, See, here's the wonderful thing. A game doesn't have to be dozens and dozens and dozens of hours long. Mm-hmm. It, in yeah, fact, I... uh, it in fact lasts exactly as long as it should. Yeah. Uh, my only complaints is maybe the last area could have stood to be a little bit shorter. By like... There's one area where I got lost in the final area that I think didn't need to be there. And that's just because you have to run through 
a bunch of very similar rooms, and then you lift a lever, which opens up a gate, but the issue is the game doesn't do a good job of letting you know where that gate is. And then if I found it, and then I died, and so I had to re-find the gate coming from a different direction. And that sucked. <laughs> um, yes, uh, as a thing to note about Lies of P, the last area has a few foibles. Generally, they're confined to individual rooms, mm-hmm. whereas every Souls game and or Bloodborne or the or Elden Ring, which falls apart completely by the end, mm-hmm. there is absolutely nothing comparable to a the dreaded swamp. Even though there is a swamp in the game, but it's not a FromSoft swamp. There's nothing like Lost Isolith, there is nothing like Crystal Caves, there's nothing like the Mountaintop of the Giants, none of this nonsense. It's just... The last area is a gauntlet after gauntlet because it is very much ramping up to the end game and it's basically puts all the traversal first and then you have a boss gauntlet, basically. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. It makes sense that... It's a gauntlet of a bunch of different enemies because you are storming the last uh, like bastion of this group you're against. And so the reason there's so many people there is because that's where all of them are. <laughs> Their presence throughout the game is sort of limited overall, like throughout, except for a couple areas, which like, oh yeah, they're all in their main base because... Hey, their actual plan is reaching cultivate in culmination. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. But before we get too sidetracked, just to summer, just to get this out of the way, mm-hmm. Lies of P is a funky little thing that's a a story inspired by um, by Carlo Collodi's Adventures of Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Though the game takes place in what's based on Belle Epoque France, so you know it's uh, Pinocchio in France with British accents. Yeah, is it really France? It's very directly based on Belle Epoque, which is specifically French. Huh. The, I've been. It outright looks like Paris. Oh, okay. I say I... this having been to Paris okay. and having been to Italy on a few different time, a few different places. I've never been to any part of Europe. I was assuming it was part of Italy because it's Pinocchio. But yeah, that tracks. It's just a thing of, like, it's not directly European because, well, you know, it's a fantasy story. Right. And the original Adventures of Pinocchio also doesn't directly have a play location in Italy. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's an Italian story set in a play in a location based on France, and with British accents, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is Belle Epoque France. It is not Victorian, unlike what everyone on the internet will want you to think. Yes. Also, get this out of the way. It is not a Bloodborne uh, ripoff. No, it is not. It does not There's... remotely play like Bloodborne. No, it doesn't play like L- Bloodborne. It doesn't like. The plot doesn't resemble Bloodborne. There's a few things which I guess 
are similar. Um, there's like a switch weapon, I guess, which is the puppet reap ripper, which I used for a good portion of the game. But that doesn't. That's not really yeah. a trick weapon, even. Yeah. It's game is good. God. Game is very good. It's like you like I've been a friend of mine has been playing through Dark Souls one and two lately, mm -hmm. and she really did not enjoy Dark Souls one after playing games like Lies of P. But like you know how everyone ever talks about how wonderful the level design of the world in Dark Souls one is for. Firelink Shrine, Undead Burg, and Undead Parish. Sure. I'd... Like, it's it's a well-designed, very interconnected level. What if Lies of P's entirety of its uh, level design is that degree of quality? Mm -hmm. So it's all, like, it's sensible, it loops around in ways that make sense, so you unlock shortcuts along the way, and the areas flow together. Mm -hmm. and it's just enjoyable to go through because no area ends up feeling overstaying its welcome or feeling too long and you and as you because you do a lot of crisscrossing across the like there's a good use a really good use of verticality in the level design mm -hmm. like the crowd boulevards are elysium boulevards are like you go along the streets a bit, you get on the rooftops, crisscross through some of those, go through apartments, hop down the lift, and oh look, you've made it and opened up a door to the street you started on. And that mm. just makes sense. Mm. It's not a case of um, you take a lift and, uh, up and suddenly you're in the mountains or something. Yeah. Which... Boy, that happens in like every Souls game, doesn't it? Pretty much. Like, even uh, Code Vein did that. Code Vein had... Okay, Code Vein had some really fucky uh, geometry, but also Code Vein takes place in a world where everything has gone to hell. Code so Vein is a prequel to Soul Eater. No, God Eater. Excuse I, me. I believe it's an interquel. I believe... Um, it takes place between two and three, maybe? Maybe, I forget. So, someone told me that uh, someone figured out when it takes place. But I do remember I played it with someone who played God Eater. And so when the big reveal happens, they're like, man, isn't that so cool? And I'm like, oh, is that referencing something? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Where are all these monsters coming from? Like, what the fuck's going on? That sure is a different enemy design. Yeah, that's very different like do i have to fight that is that are, are the final villains coming out of nowhere in yet another one of these games but no speaking of which lies of p does not do that the the enemy faction the alchemists are mentioned throughout and you can see the like like you see bits and pieces of things as you go through the game, and then when it's when you get to the like actual confrontation with some of them, that's when you go like, oh, all those things I've been seeing—that's all been their work. I see. Yeah, yeah. Because it's actually Lies of P is actually well written, 
and and fucking sue me for this actually written on like a souls game yeah like and i dare say this i wrote a thesis about dark souls yeah you did and it's very good um but yeah when you first introduced assignment oh i i'm gonna put this as a content warning we're going to spoil lies of p some parts and of it to as as the final we'll we'll finish talking about the non-spoiler parts and then we'll get into spoiler yeah. talk yeah the um but here to reiterate you should play lies of p it's yeah. not only is it a phenomenally good game with gorgeous music wonderful characters great and wonderful gameplay environments everything it's also a korean studio that got and got away from that somehow wiggled out of Nexon's death grip to get to actually make a game they wanted to make. Oh, it's and Korean. we should, uh, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, it's a Korean studio that made it. Um, they in this uh, the dev team and the studio is mostly in the Nexon free free to play MMO salt mines. And this was their first one game they really wanted to make and somehow got the go ahead to do. So we should all support that. And hey, there has been no shit about this studio as far as I've been able to find. Which, especially since they're a large... Are they, are they a large Korean studio? Or are they pretty small? Pretty small. As I said, they're in the MMO salt mines. Ah, uh, true. Um, yeah. Especially with all the stuff that's coming out, or all the drama that's happening with um, a lot of Korean game studios, it is nice that there's one that has not been hit with a lot of drama. Though, I don't want to get into it, a lot of the drama that's happening is because of a bunch of not great people deciding that uh, Korean studios are not making their waifus sexy enough. And that also, if at any point any character's thumb approaches a finger, it means that this man in particular is being accused of having a small penis. Korean, Korean politics is whack right now. Well, I mean, always has been. I mean, like, yeah. As a final comment before we move away from politics... South Korea is the one country that occasion that regularly ranks ranks below Japan in like having terrible gender equality. Yeah. I really need to replay. Now that I understand more about Korean politics and culture, I really need to replay Hate and Hate Plus, which are visual novels about um a Korean colony ship which was sent into space and then bad shit happened and then it reverted to a more traditional Korean society and it's it's from the viewpoints of um, several women and things do not go well for them. Anyway, Lies of P. Lies of P. So Jesus Christ, it's so good. It is. And one of the things that like someone might say that it some might say that it has a limited amount of weapons. Which is true in a way, in a sense, if you come at it from a Souls game where there's a, or like Elden Ring where there's 
dozens upon dozens of weapons that all play exactly the same and are unusable. And whereas in Lies of P, every weapon feels unique, is completely viable, and you can, and every regular weapon you can mix and match. Because you have the fun system of separating a weapon into a blade and a, and a handle. And handles define movesets, and blades define damage types. And you, make a, you can make some silly combinations with these. If I have, if I remember how this works properly, um, there are 812 different combinations. Something like that. And that doesn't count the special weapons. It's the, there are boss weapons, as is typical of a salty game. And those are all very fun as well, because they are... Well, they can't be recombined. They all have immense... Uh, um, versatility to them, so you, you don't actually lose out on the versatility options if you decide to stick with one. And also, also, whenever you can get a, like, in the same way how in a Soulsy game you could get one of two things usually with a boss soul, mm -hmm. and usually one of them was completely worthless, mm -hmm. not the case with Lies of Peer where every boss soul equivalent, you can get a weapon or a special piece of equipment, and it's always a choice of which one to make depending on your build, because my goodness, are those boss accessories, equipments, really good? Yeah. The first one you get immediately is that you can just dodge infinitely, even if you run out of stamina, which is just phenomenally good feature. You know, in retrospect, I really should have taken that one because I never used that weapon. Oopsie. Oh, well, I mean, it's not like I'm currently doing a second playthrough. Mm. I'm doing a second playthrough. Um, That's another, there are, of course, multiple endings. And unlike a Souls game where endings are completely meaningless and non-existent, um, there are three endings in Lies of P, and you are very much... The game is very much designed around you doing going in order of worst ending, medium ending, good ending. Because they have progressively more things required to get them. And of course, the game is like, yeah, you're done once you've seen all the endings. So you should end on a good note. Yeah, so about that. I went with the good ending first because... I had a choice between getting bad ending or good ending. And I wasn't sure if I was going to replay it, so I went with the good ending. And since now I know that you have to play the game through three times to get all the endings, I don't regret doing that. I kind of wish the game would let you choose the bad ending and then go back to choose one of the other two endings. Which I guess I guess I wish there were there's only one save file and I wish I guess I guess I wish you could do multiple no, you save can't. files. You you have multiple save files. Oh bitch, I didn't know that. You, if you start a new game, you just start a different file. Right. But I'm saying that there's no way to like save the game um. right before the final boss, take the bad ending, reload, and get one of the other two endings. Well, it is possible if you do Steam save file shenanigans, but 
I play on PS5. Unfortunately. Hey. <laughs> it was super... Um, it, it looks better on PS5, and it was the same price when I bought it, so... I have a silly good computer, so I just play on PC. I've got... This, this is a side note. With the uh, graphic updates co that's coming to Endwalker, I'm kind of afraid my computer might not be able to run it, and I'll have to upgrade my computer. Side note, on the, side note on the side note. My computer has a um, 4090 because it was actually cheaper than a 3090. Damn! Because it was the version that was does is that was not viable for crypto mining. Ah! Uh, so I saved a thousand euros on that. Damn! The one time uh, we can say thank you, crypto. Yes. Um. Of course, like I love Lies of P. I do not care to see the bad and mid endings. Because I just really like the good ending. A great deal. I believe the, the only I believe I'm only missing like the endings for all achievements and seeing the two other endings, which you know I don't care. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's uh I want to platinum this game. I very rarely platinum this ga games. I really want to platinum this game, but it's I have to see the two other endings. And when you do New Game Plus, the game is still... The, the game makes everything tougher. And so I can't just moonwalk through the game. And so it really does come down to, do I really have another 50, 60 hours to platinum this game when I could be playing other stuff? Especially since you have not really good endings to look forward to. Yeah. Now the game game has like three new game like cycles to it, and each new game plus cycle, like up to the third one, unlocks new tiers of upgrades, and those abilities are very powerful. So it is actually, um, so it does actually like it is designed around the idea of you max out your ability like kit by the end of the third playthrough when you will be done with it. So it will be interesting to see how the eventual DLC plays. But the main game, at least, is very much designed around its own experience. Oh no, that's right, there's DLC coming out for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hope I didn't screw myself over by starting a new game. No, I'm sure it'll let me pop back to... Uh... Um... To the DLC, wherever it is. Or or I have to go through the rest of the game. Oh, no. <laughs> Remains to be seen. Also, uh, what makes the new game plus cycles much better is that the amount of like currency you need for level-ups uh, stays pretty much constant once it maxes at like, maxes at, like 16,000. It does. It doesn't actually get into like inflation of oh, you need to kill things for three hours just to get one level up. No. Yeah, I've I've noticed that. Um, I still can level up after 
like a boss battle, I could still get a couple level ups, no matter how far in the game I was. Also, the game lets you respec really easily. Mm -hmm. You can respec just about every aspect of your kit, which is very nice. And the game doesn't even waste time in getting in giving you access to it. So, there is one thing. On current patch, the goddess statue that the game sends you to um, doesn't do anything. Because, I guess in base game, that's where you would go to respec. In current patch, you can just respec at the tree. That was changed in one of the uh, earliest patches, yes. Yeah. They realized that having it so late in the game was uh, annoying. Yeah. And and in fact, that it was counterintuitive to counterproductive to how they had designed the game otherwise. And I'm happy that on uh, when you do New Game Plus, that door is still open. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I think we've talked about as much of this as we can without getting into spoiler territory and why it's really good. So go play it. We're going to start spoiling shit. Mm -hmm. This podcast will be here for after you finish it. Are you gone? This is your last warning. So I did. I completely forgot that Loxia shows up. I know this is. I, I'm. I'm going through the Liza P wiki. Um, I completely forgot that Loxia shows up at the Victor fight. Yeah, she actually steals the kill. Yeah, I. I completely forgot that that happened. But now that I see it on the wiki, it's oh yeah, I remember that. She and her Hellraiser esque armor. Yeah, why? Why does she look like that in that armor? <laughs> Uh, Simon does not have a good fashion sense. That is true. I like how every single person ever is react. I know who's played the game reaction to Luxazia is, uh, honey, you need a wife. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe my reaction to her when her armor fell off was, and I said, sent this to you, so you know I'm serious, was, oh no, she's hot. Yes. <laughs> um, because she is. She is very. Uh, if you are into uh, athletic women. women. Tall women with good muscle definition and very big thighs. Yes. Which... And it was very forceful. Confident, I suppose. Confident, dedicated, all the things that a the things that I know many women many women would like yeah. tragically for everyone she is very straight in the game yeah. in, in the same pile as Selvaria in Valkyrie Chronicles of honey you need a wife <laughs> why are you with that asshole um, another lady boss that gave me unbelievable amounts of trouble uh, was the white lady who it's very funny that I, uh, because everyone agrees that the biggest problem in a certain part of the game is white ladies. <laughs> um, she, I remember when I first ran into her boss fight, I didn't know who was talking. So I was just staring at the puppet that's in the middle. And I was like, is it the puppet? Is the puppet talking to me? How can the puppet stop moving? And then I got a sword uh, through my face. 
At least her weapon is easy to parry break. So, so about that, I couldn't. For some reason, I couldn't get the parry timing down. And I ended up using the um, uh, the Dancing Saber Hilt and the Greatsword Blade. And just, or no, was it the Rapier? It was either that or the Rapier Hilt and the Dancing Saber's Blade. And I just uh, tried to outrange her, which generally did not work. And then I went with the tried and true method of throwing stuff at her. Hmm. Uh, and then I, 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 I beat her with only a magic pixel left, and I was very happy that I beat her. Did you also have the experience of, oh, after you learned her story afterwards? Yep, that uh, she lost her voice because her sister, the famous opera singer, was uh, jealous and fed her poison. Like, she thought her sister was dead, so she drank poison to try and follow her, but it just ruined her voice, and meanwhile... What was her name? Adela? Adelina. Adelina was a horrible, jealous person all along. Mm -hmm. That sucked. And then you find Adelina, and you give her an apple, and she's like, oh, like, this is the best apple I've ever had. And then after the boss fight in the area, you can go back and she's just. All you find is a record and a note that says, thank you for your kindness. And it is implied that she is no longer with us. Poor Patricia. (sighs) Fuck you, Adelina. Man, just the. The amount of like. The amount of emotional punches the game pulls without any of them being cheap is just so good. Mm-hmm. Especially coming off of like playing from games so much where anything Miyazaki touches is just like, oh, haha, the end, no moral. Yeah. Like the one that gets Lily every time is the small child in the Elysium Boulevard. Who you bring? Who you who used to play with the other oh. children and Murphy? Yeah, where you, you and, blow the whistle, and then you hear him his pain, like struggling to blow the whistle one more time as you're walking away. Yeah, and then in Murphy's Murphy is a police robot with then shoots out huge amounts of electricity, and was completely disregarded by the crowd officials but the children loved him and he loved the children mm-hmm. and when murphy was like decommissioned the children brought toys and things to where they used to play with him and he has collected them all in the corner of his boss arena and card friends in front of the in them yeah and so the game does the Nier Automata thing of on New Game Plus you can read the all the puppet bosses text because mm-hmm. it's like a um, letter cipher. Mm-hmm. And Murphy's dialogue during the boss fight is things like how could you leave so many children in the cold abandoned? How dare you? Mm-hmm. 
It's like, man, they clearly they clearly took the right notes from Yoko Taro's writing. Yeah. It's like oh if you God. if if like if Nier Automata was too mean spirited for you, play Lies of P because it hits many of the same notes, but with like much less like mean spiritedness. See that well this well Lies of P does like gut punching. Yoko Taro comes at you with a sledgehammer. Yeah. But again. Lies of P is not mean spirited. Yeah. Like there's yeah. multiple boss fights you can skip just by doing a little bit of exploration. And like there's the atoned who is trying to stop you from going to um the church the because she thinks you're going to die if you go there. So she's trying to scare you off. And there's also Cat and Fox, you can just not fight. They don't want to fight you, but that's what they're being paid to do. But if you give them the money that they were going to use to buy the medicine, or I guess you're actually giving them the medicine, uh, they'll just be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Go ahead. I, I don't want to fight you. I, would just, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Like We're all just trying to do what's best for our little found families here. Isn't that what you're doing as well? Mm -hmm. Like the answer is yes, and you can just go. Yeah, we. I'd have no beef with you. Yeah, it's especially funny if you've been not been respecting much, and you're like, like, oh, if you just give me a gold coin for like how much you need. Yeah, that's that's one small complaint I have is I wish there was more to do with the coins. Yeah, it's a. It's a bit like it's a bit minimal. So actually I have a question. Um do you know if you fight when you fight fox and cat if like choosing not to fight them counts as a truth or a lie? Cuz there's um, some things that don't that aren't lying that still <laughs> count towards that. I don't know if they count. I've never I think I I don't think they affect one way or another. Mm -hmm. Also, it's like it's not strictly like it's not strictly lying because it's better to think of what's the human option to do whenever right. you are right. And that's another thing that I really like the the like the whole thesis statement of of the games is uh, you don't have to be born human to be human mm -hmm. the game asks what's it mean to be human uh it is in fact very easy to tell what the bad ending at the end of the game is because geppetto just straight up goes you're not human die so that i can uh make you into a human and it's very clearly no i'm human like i have a heart you put it there and especially in the good ending, where uh, Sophia, the fairy with the blue hair, mm -hmm. like she dies. She was born human, but she was born with the power to hear Ergo, which is the life stream, think, life stream, aether, what have you, mm -hmm. human souls. 
and uh, her ability with it destroyed her physically mm -hmm. in a scene that is very emotionally powerful. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Which, which Gemini then ruins by being a dumbass. Mm -hmm. Shut up, Gemini. And the fact that it's like... Anyway, um, so in the good ending, um, Pinocchio takes Sofia's ergo, and at the end of the game, having attained his own humanity, resurrects Sofia by placing her ergo in a puppet body, and and thus and creating this way a another new form of humanity. And this is actually one of the worst people in the in game. Arlequino sort of alludes to this when he says they made pup they made like what was it? they made puppets out of humans. So I started thinking, what if I made human into a puppet? Mm. Yeah, that fucking you're talking about the Pluto reference guy, right? Yes. Yeah, God, that's such a funny. That's such a good reference. Uh, for those who might not have caught it, when you meet the Riddle King after you do all of his quizzes, um, actually, you just have to do his last quiz because no matter what you answer on the last quiz, you get um, you get the key to his sanctuary. Um, and he is impaled in the wall, and that is referencing um, Pluto, where there is... He's in the exact same pose as Brow. Brow, that's his name. God, Pluto's good. Like Read another, it. another side. Read it or watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it. The new adaptation's really good. Read it. It's not that long. Um, you don't need to know anything about Astro Boy. As long as you don't read the Astro Boy version of it, and you shouldn't. You should read the um, the. You, you should just read Pluto, not World's Strongest Robot. Yeah, watch it or read it if you're photosensitive, because my goodness. That's right. Um, there's a lot of flashing lights in the anime. It's dangerous. Yeah. Like, like outright, it's dangerous to watch if you're photosensitive. Yeah. But yeah, it's like... The whole what is it what does it mean to be human is really really well executed and in the end of at the end of the um, good ending when you get Sophia's letter because you shouldn't start new game plus immediately in this game no she because in order to get the achievements you have to talk to everyone and get the letter at the hotel yeah um yeah, is the when Sophia says in her letter that thank you for releasing me from my puppet strings. I was like, there oh, it is. Yeah. Like she was a human who was treated as a puppet. Where and that and it's just it's hard for me to put into words how much I love the way it's executed as a story. Mm -hmm. Now, also, to the people listening to this. If you're listening to this and you didn't play Lies of P, we we cannot put into words how effect how like powerful this shit is. Like even if you know all this stuff, 
the voice acting and the scene direction and the music and everything put together makes it so much more powerful than what we're saying. And the way it ties its gameplay into telling this, like when you find f fake Alidoro and you're just like, like attacking, like, wait, I know who you are. You're Geppetto's puppet. Puppets can't attack humans. And yeah. then you can just kill him. And you're covered in his blood as he chokes to death and says, you're so human. And then you feel warmth. Pops yeah. up. It's so, it's such a, it's so incredible how it ties all the mechanic things together for it. It's like you can't, normally you can't attack humans. Yep. As is pretty, like, this is not a soul game in, like, in the sense of like, oh, you can be a horrible asshole to everyone and attack I'm, anyone willy-nilly. I'm so happy you can't attack humans because there were multiple opportunities where I saw, a, where I came around a corner and there was a merchant and I just instinctively just went, oh, shit. <laughs> because I used uh, the rapier and the uh, puppet ripper for most of the game. And both of those, if you tap uh, fierce, um, you with the rapier, you stab forward and then do a back step. So you uh, poke and retreat, which if you put larger blades on it, yes, that is incredibly effective. And how I defeat uh, defeated a couple bosses and then um with the puppet ripper uh it's you take it and you turn it into like a chain scythe and you make a big swing so had had i been able to aggro human uh npcs whoopsie doodle <laughs> they'd be dead yep i know you, the few times when you can attack an npc are always very effective when it's like fake alidoro you just like hit him once with anything and he dies. So of course on my second playthrough I just equipped the metal arm and punched him. Mm -hmm. Because that's funny to me. And just the fact that like when you do human acts, be it lying or and that's again it's like the way it's not just lies, it's lies, white lies, dirty lies, all of it. It runs the entire gambit of them. Like, the human option to do is, do you tell someone that this the person who saved her was actually her brother, or do you just let her keep believing that her benefactor is out there somewhere alive still? Yeah. Or, uh, or uh, you're the only person who heard this recording, clearly. Do you tell everyone that Geppetto is the one who caused all of this or do you let this man think that his friend is still blameless do you tell geppetto that you still think he was a, a good father or do you just tell him outright no yeah do you think you're a good person is also a question you get asked at one point or no do you think you're a murderer is geppetto's puppet a murderer yeah but the answer to that question is, yes, Nameless Puppet. Boy, howdy, Nameless Puppet. Mm. That was a very tough fight. Which I had to... I had to grind, and I had to sell so much stuff just to buy enough throwables to just... 
You cover that guy in slime. Nameless puppet is a right jerk. His weapon is really cool, though. It is. It's really cool. So another actual complaint I have about Liza P. There are no boss weapons, which are um, advanced based. The best you can do is use a crank to give them a D. True, that's a bit of a... Uh, that's a little disappointing. I hope that the DLC that comes out gives us a elemental uh, boss weapon. I hope so, too. Because my second run I'm going through, I'm going an elemental run. Because I discovered... Uh, I, I found the three blades I like best, which is the uh, the buzzsaw, which um, the more hits you get in a certain amount of time makes it start doing more electric damage. The... Is it... Oh, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's the acid spear tip and the ember dagger. So mm. that... So that as I go to different places, I can just swap out the heads onto the hilt I'm using. I like that changing uh, weapons and uh, blades doesn't cost anything, so it doesn't punish you for uh, experimenting. Mm -hmm. Which was a big problem with most from Soulsy games, where where the like scarcity of uh, upgrade materials really limits your ability to try things out. Whereas in Lies of P, everything is baseline usable, and you pretty quickly into the game you can buy like endless supplies of the basic upgrade stuff so you can try things out freely and god at the end game like up to the you can just find half moon shards on random enemies mm. and the the one thing it like tells you to do is actually like pick your favorites for the maxing things out because there's only so many of the full moon stones each playthrough. I think there's like, I think I want to say there's two of the boss weapon ones and four or five of the um, normal ones. I got enough in a single playthrough to fully upgrade three boss fight or boss weapons and four and a half normal weapons something like that yeah they're they're not infinite but if you go out of your way and do a bit of exploration there's more than enough you are not like you're you're never like you're not gonna be at a point where oh i want to change favorite weapons after all and you can't like assuming you don't do it repeatedly uh -huh. at the end of the game You'll be able to max your favorites. Oh, did you find the um, giant um, acid curved blade? Yes, I found every weapon. That, that curved blade is very much fun if you put it on that halberd, <laughs> halberd handle. Interesting. I'll have to double check. That might be what I did. Because I remember I like longer reach weapons. Yeah, that um, thing has like three character lengths of reach. You, oh, can well, make, you can make such fun, silly things. Yeah, also, the three, like, the starting weapons you get are extremely viable till end of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, you choose one at the start of the game, and then before the first fight, you find 
um, the a merchant who has all of them for pretty cheap. And then the, after the second boss is when you get the ability to rearrange your weapons. And then, like, I use the rapier hilt and the greatsword blade for more than half the game. And I had no problems. I mixed it up eventually when I got to the, um, when I got the dancing sword, just because I wanted a bit of variety. Because I was starting to find fights a little monotonous, because it was just the exact same moves over and over again. But, I mean, every, every weapon is viable. There's mm-hmm. no bad weapon that I can think of. One of my favorite things was uh, there's this spear that's basically just a fence post. Yep. And I took that and the Tyrant Killer knife, which has like 30% crit rate on it by default. Yep. And, and has the enchant, which increases it further. And I had a very long critical hit pokey to stick. You can get some silliness going with that. The game withholds the long poking stick for a very long time because that is the ultimate weapon after all. It's in a game where being able to outrange your enemy provides immense benefit. Also, um, Lies of P does a mob, like multiple target boss fight well with the Black Rabbit Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah, they're so cool. <laughs> it's a really good fight, and usually in these sort of games, the um, you know multiple boss enemies at once just kind of sucks. No, people but... people think that like people remember those sorts of bosses fondly, but everyone hates playing them. This one's actually fun to play. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't cut, they don't gang up on you all at once. They come down one at a time. They'll they won't gang up on you if you have Spectre, because if you have Spectre, like you can go off and fight the new ad, and Spectre will hold off the main boss. There's two of them up at once, but like the main one is the big eldest brother with his with his uh, dragon slayer slab of metal. I'm very surprised we never got that. You do get a giant sword, though. That's true. It's like, you you can make the decision of do you try to rush down the eldest brother while dodging the adds, or do you try to take out the younger siblings while dodging the elder brother? And again... You have ways of approaching this if you have, say, a quick and a quick hidden away build like with the rapier. Mm-hmm. You can do either one pretty easily. Or if you have a giant, a bigger ranged weapon, you can just hit everyone at once because very few things are immune to being staggered by your attacks, which is very nice. Puppet Ripper, <laughs> mm-hmm. which causes great big old circles, especially when you use your. Uh... Your guard uh, fable, which is just everything in a uh, 10 feet radius circle around you, is very unpained right now. Just make sure you uh, use one of your grindstones. I cannot tell you how many times I forgot to use a grindstone and got extremely punished by that. 
I like that that move also gives you super armor, so you can't be interrupted out of it. Mm-hmm. Other than by, a, like, a fury attack or something. Right. Unless they're hitting you very, very hard. I have died in the middle of the move. Mm-hmm. Just kicked extremely hard in the balls. Loran levels of testicular pain. Ow. Hey, that's a reference. By the way, watch Turn A Gundam. We're doing it in my server. You should watch it, and you should hang out in my server and watch it. Ernie is good. It's my favorite. Gundam. It was Me? my favorite until Witch of Mercury happened. Yes. Witch of Mercury is a close second. Um, Turn A has very special meaning to me. I, 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 I like Witch of Mercury more for the obvious reason of... Right. Oh, you mean the woman whose last name means White Lily and who literally wears white lilies in her hair? Might like the Yuri one. Yeah, who'd have thought? Speaking of white lilies, that wasn't a good transition at all for me to say that we've been going for almost an hour, Jesus. Um, play Lies of P. If you couldn't really tell from how if you couldn't tell from how we just talked about it lovingly for almost an hour. And our only complaints is, I wish that there was this kind of weapon, and I wish that there was one spot in the last area that was that was less uh, generic. It's really good. <laughs> I'm not like very it. good at rogue at uh, roguelikes, souls likes. I got through it. Uh, I, I, just some some general hints. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. Like. I had, like, just to, like, the closest comparison it will, of course, be, like, you know, Elden Ring being the most recent big similar game. Elden Ring is bloated as, to all, as all hell in its length. Yeah. You can get through, like, taking your time. You can beat Lies of P three times in less than 100 hours. Yeah. I've done that. My, I've clocked at, like, 60-something 60, 60 hours on it. And I've beaten it three times. Yeah, I, I imagine that my um, my new game plus and my new game plus plus runs are going to go much more quickly because I won't have to try to figure out how to do side quests. I've already done them. If I want to do them again, I know how to do them. But I, I don't need to go exploring everywhere. I know where I need to go next. That's something we completely forgot to mention. Lies of P has no esoteric nonsense. Oh, yeah. No, it every... Everywhere makes sense to go. There's no bullshit like in Bloodborne where after you find a a letter, you go stand at a random corner in the middle of the road and wait for five seconds. And then a coach shows up and takes you to a completely optional area that's important to go to to understand the plot of the game. There's no, you have to be defeated by this particular enemy and able to go to this one area in the game. There's no 16-step side quest that it requires a guide unless you happen to be tapped into the same nonsense that the writer, uh, the writer was smoking. There's none of that. Everything is clear, and even the most esoteric thing is outside the cathedral you find a statue where, you know, it says something like, you know, Weary traveler, stop in prayer, and then you know you go back to it. Late, you know you 
go do other stuff and like, oh, you can actually do things with gestures in this game. Oh, hey, I have this thing called Prey. And then you go to that and, oh, you, you get a bit of humanity from that. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's the most esoteric thing in the game. Huh. If you like go, if you're just, you know, going around and like, oh yeah, gestures do things. Weary travelers stop to pray. Hmm, I'll do that. Okay, I guess there there are there is one thing. I did miss an, an entire NPC and side quest because I didn't go into one area that was kinda of out of the way. I never got Bell. I guess <laughs> Here, here's the embarrassing about thing about that. When you climb up to the rafter, you can hear her talking, and she's literally just you take a step to the right, and you'll find her. I know. I remember her talking, but I think in my mind, I was like, "Oh, this must be right next to uh, the opera singer." Whoops. Or I, it might have been one of those things where, like, I found her, but then died. And then couldn't remember how to get back to her, and I just forgot because my mind is fuzz these days. Mm. Um, and then I guess you could miss Alidoro and spoilers for the good ending, Hohenheim, because I can't remember the name he goes by. Fucking Hohenheim. I think um, he just calls himself uh so angry that that was Hohenheim. I don't understand why I have such a uh, a hatred for Hohenheim as a fictional character and every everywhere I see him. But Hohenheim was Giallo. Giallo. Yeah, that sounds right. Alchemist. <sighs> And he's just full of love for metal. He looks, as Lily likes to point out every time, he really looks like, with his idol posing, he looks like he's from a My Chemical Romance music video. He does. Because he never shows you his face. And he's always stuttering and he's always terrified of everything. He has long, light blue hair, pale skin, wears a double-breasted long cone and a giant top hat and there's usually a spotlight above him. He has his hands clasped in front of him. Yeah. Hey, remember when we said we were going to stop? <laughs> well, then Anyways, we, remem then we yeah. remembered a necessary tangent. Very true. Anyways, we could, we could go on for longer, but I have to edit this. So go play Lies of P. Um, it'll probably go on sale pretty often. If there's DLC coming out, when the DLC comes out, it will go on sale. Uh, there's been a sequel announced because this game is sold really well. And also, it got teased at the end, and I'm super hyped to see what yes. the fuck they're going to do with the sequel. So excited. Because, spoilers for the good ending, it's going to be Wizard of Oz, and there's so much you can do with Wizard of Oz. So exciting. Ah. I'm Scott. And then also there, there are characters from not Japan. So that opens up further sequels and places they can go. Like. Fuck, we could do. God, oh, can you imagine if they did a journey to the West? I know that's not Japanese. 
I was I more thinking, imagine if, since they're doing, like, children's tales, imagine if this, this studio made a Momotaro game. Momotaro! That was the person I was trying to remember. And then I was like, wait, no. I can't remember their name. Eastern fairy tales that are uh, uh, very popular. Journey to the West! Everyone's Journey to the West. But these For people fun. can probably do a good one. Or fucking go real hardcore and make some based on Vietnamese fairy tales. Oh. That would yeah. be so cool. Yeah, it would. Oh, man. Liza P, it's really good. Go play it. I'm ending the podcast okay. because we're probably going to talk more about Liza P and I don't want to edit more. <laughs> Bye. Bye.